The opinions and views expressed on this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show or other programs on KUCI, please log on to KUCI.org for the latest program schedule. K-K-U-C-I. I. C-I. C. K-U-C-I. Irvine. You're listening to Real People of Orange County, and I'm your host, Kimberly Martin. This show is a fun and informative look inside the lives of Orange County's best and brightest. These are people who serve their community in a meaningful capacity on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Good afternoon, everybody. How are you? I am here in the studio while Heather busies away getting everything ready. I was running late today, and I ran everyone late, and I apologize for that. I'm just, they'll just call me tardy. That's what, exactly what my Spanish teacher used to do. He Called was, you tardy? Yeah, when you were walking the door late, he would yell, tardy, tardy, tardy. I can't he, hear you. Is your microphone yeah, on? Yeah, it's on. Um <laughs> And so basically, long story short, everybody, he was very gay acting. And so people, if it's high school, so of course you're going to make fun of that. Everybody made fun. Oh, I, it's so funny. But um, I, I just like the older I get, the more behinder I am. I think it's just because I am getting better and better at multitasking. Uh-huh. And so you get this invincible feeling like you really could take a shower and get dressed and make dinner in 30 seconds. And so you continue to try. Yeah, I mean... I can I don't know. Yeah, the um yeah, as far as just getting further and further behind, that was kind of my experience. My mom and actually my mom and dad actually visited Orange County from Colorado for the first time in a while and talking to my mom. Wait, it, today, like this week? No, no. It oh. was in like late September, early October. Oh yeah, I remember that. So, like they're just far behind on everything. So, it's just like you're trying to trying to tell them a story and mom a story and she's like, "What's that? Who's this? Who's that?" And it's just like I yeah, it's, it's kind of sad when you see your parents slowly slipping off to senior citizen dumb, but I mean aging is a part of life, so it's it's huge part and I I'm bearing witness on myself as I age and I'm a little shocked at how early it starts to happen if you know the early signs. You know, people when they start to become forgetful, they go, "Oh, you know, that's senility." But you know what? I think it really actually is. Yeah, perhaps. I think it's unfortunate. But um, we do start that downward slide very early on. When did you first notice your downward slide? Oh, you say that mockingly. <laughs> I see that little grin on your face because you're not experiencing that yet, are you? And, well, yes, I am. But because I can't go to sleep at three in the morning and wake up at eight and still be functional. You're perimenopausal. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, for me, it was at, at the birth of my third child. I looked down to look up lovingly into my new baby's eyes and she was blurry oh so you need glasses <laughs> well i didn't i didn't admit it until eight years later but now i just finally started wearing um reading glasses well that's good when i read so it took a long time oh gosh you know it really did take a long time huh yeah i was thinking that happened rather fast no that's, that took a long time eight years was a long time to go from blurry baby to reading glasses yeah my, well i don't have a blurry baby but like i i can tell my right eye is like uh going 
So, oh, so one eye. See, this is both of mine. Yeah. At least, so I think one eye was kind of tricky. You really just need glasses then. Yeah, I just, well, not for my left eye. My left eye can see very sharply. It's just my right eye is, it's losing focus. And so, like, if for long distance things, it's a little fuzzy. It, it's nothing bad. I can see everything in the studio perfectly fine. But if I have to read something from a distance. Then you need glasses. then I, Yeah. Or, or I can get a GPS unit where I don't have to read for very far. <laughs> and it just tells you what to do yeah, and where to go. Yeah, because honestly, the only way it affects my life is I can't see street signs very well. And so well, that's a, until that's I'm actually deal. at the street. So it's too late to make your make your blinker and Yeah. So I there's a lot of U-turns involved. Turns. Yeah. Uh, so, there's a lot of U-turns involved. Yeah. That should be a title for a book. There's a lot of U-turns involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which in Irvine is an oxymoron. So you, it means going straight. For and a, finding for a semi-legal eons. place to turn around and then come back. So. Yeah, there's no legal places to do. <laughs> you turn in her mind. Oh, so. I, without taking uh, your your legal profile into the palm of your hand. Well, okay, so today will be a little bit of us chatting. And there's a there's a funny backstory as to why. And it involves a, a, a weekend. Well, not really a weekend, but a couple weekdays in Vegas that... Um, Oh, Vegas. What happens in Vegas isn't going to stay in Vegas this time. Uh oh. Are you going to be shunned like that commercial? No, I'm going to share. Oh, you're going to share. Well, and that's the thing, though, is is, is you sharing going to be cause for like isolation next time you. Nobody will will cringe. Oh, word will get out. (laughs) Oh, that I went to Vegas or that that I did something in Vegas? You told. You told what you did on Vegas. Oh, yeah, I'm telling because, well, I think, you know, I think a. I think Vegas Vegas needs a little shout out. I mean, no, there's a couple it. things they do right. No, what? What do they do right? <laughs> well, okay. So my my adventure started out. I was so excited. My sister wanted to treat me to a thank you. I helped her do a wedding for 200 people and in very short time too. Yeah, I only had two months to help her plan it. Um, we her daughter is what got married over the summer and because she lives far away we just kind of said okay we're going to do this we're going to do this this summer and we slapped it together and it was actually really amazing it was just an exquisite day an exquisite wedding uh two very beautiful families came together and and made the perfect day for their children and i was really impressed and just happy to be a part of it mm-hmm. um but Thankfully, I just have this. There's a downside? No, I oh. have the skill to throw together a big production like that on a moment's notice. Give me six months to plan and I might just destroy it over yeah. budget, over time, over everything. But um, but yeah, we because it was quick, we, we put it together. So as a thank you, she took me to Las Vegas. So it was really, really a treat to just get away with her. It was the first time me and my grown sister and I have ever been away together alone without our families. That's amazing. Isn't that weird? That's very weird. Our lives just haven't made any time for it. She's, uh, uh, she, this part should stay in Vegas, her age. She's a little bit older than I am. Oh, uh, okay. And so she started family um, earlier than I did. So when I was single and free, she was saddled with children. Okay. And um, so we just, it just, life has never, never afforded us the opportunity to do that. Yeah. So this was a big deal for us to go away by ourselves without family. First of all, she never goes anywhere without her 
her children. She's got, oh, you're playing with my little uh, lip balm. You love that. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So continue. um, It's a good lip balm. So anyway, um, she had to go there for a business meeting, and she needed company and asked me to tag along with her, and we made made a weekend of it on on a Monday night and a Tuesday night. That's nice. It was great. Yeah. So the first night we were there... We stayed at the Monte Carlo. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to bring up as many names of as many hotels as I can because I'm going to be asking them to sponsor us someday soon. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Maybe a pledge drive premium? Yeah, a pledge drive premium is In the kind future. of what I was thinking. Yeah. So we stayed at the Monte Carlo, and I have never stayed there before. I'm a bit of a Venetian girl. I am very partial to their suites and to their whole, you know, mm-hmm. Ven- the whole Venice thing. I love it. And um, so I've always stayed there. Or Caesars. My husband's a big Caesars fan. Okay. Um, and you just, you just, Vegas is not a town you want to go to if you don't have money. It's a Probably awful not. place to end up if you can't afford a nice room. It's just bad. Yeah. I like the Sands Hotel, but. Is I, that even still standing? No. Oh, I was <laughs> going to say, I'm sure that was one of the ones they bombed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imploded into itself in this nice square block of Vegas. But any, at any rate, I, I'm telling the story because I have a whole different perspective on Las Vegas now. So, okay. What was so, your perspective before? I'll share that later. Because oh. I think that's more interesting to give people the direction that we're heading. Okay. So, I was I don't know what I did in the week preceding. I think because we traveled I lugged a lot of suitcases around and did a lot of heavy lifting with my boutiques, my plants. I was lugging them in and out of the cars. And um we walked we sped walk. We because we were at the Monte Carlo, we were right next to the city center and that was a whole new thing for me was to go to the Aria, the Cosmopolitan, the Vidara. All those hotels are new to me because it's been a while since I've been in Las Vegas. Okay. On that side of town. Because, like I said, I'm a Venetian girl, so I end up down there at the Palazzo or the, or the Wind, that direction. Uh-huh. So notice I'm mentioning all these names. I could go back and just say, hey. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I am walking from the Monte Carlo in through the Aria Hotel, speed walking all the way down the strip. We just had a fabulous walk. We went down to... Paris Hotel and had dinner right there overlooking the fountains at the Bellagio, one of my favorite things to do. And um, it's like a little French bistro. So we're sitting there having dinner, walked all the way back, got all the way back to the Monte Carlo, opened the door, stepped into the lobby, and all of a sudden I couldn't walk anymore. It was as if somebody reached up from the ground, grabbed my lower spine, twisted it, and pulled me down to the ground, and my knees just caved. So it was, it being Vegas, did they all just, like, walk by you and while well, you're weathering in pain? No. I mean, oh. it being Vegas, I was, you know, dressed more. So I, when you're dressed more nicely, you don't want to fall on the tile completely splayed out. You kind of just stumble to the nearest chair. But basically, when you hear people say, oh, my back went out, that's exactly what happened to me. My back went out, quote, unquote. Uh-huh. And... I barely made it up to the hotel room with the help of my sister. Everything in Vegas is a mile away, even if it's a bathroom. It just is. Everything is so far apart, and you have to go through past 20 slot machines to get there. So I was I, I basically became a crippled right after my arrival. Yeah. And um, couldn't get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. I was in so much pain. I started taking Advil, and nothing was breaking the the my ability to walk. It was devastating. I just... 
I don't know how I actually got to the restroom without the assistance of my sister, but it was painful. I had to hold on to the edges of the beds all the way to get there. And so basically our whole trip was just going to be a disaster if we didn't salvage it somehow. How do you salvage something like that? I mean, well, you know, doctor? my sister kept saying I just should drink more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then you don't feel the pain. But I didn't I didn't go and consult anybody to see if they offered first aid. I figured that the hotels weren't going to give me any pain meds. I just didn't see that happening. So the next day we capped it over to Caesars and I tried to walk and I walked as far as the, as the bell desk and I stopped and I said, there's got to be a wheelchair in this facility. Can you help us? And oh, this is, this is when my little Vegas underworld just came to life. They all turned to me all bright eyed and they said, well, ma'am, we could rent you a wheelchair for 24 hours for 20 bucks or <laughs> we could um, rent you this handy dandy little uh, scooter chair, <laughs> the little moped scooter chair that you see oh, little yeah. old people buzz around on for $45 for 24 hours. And I said, well, that is amazing. And my sister goes, oh, my sister calls me little Kim because did I mention her name is Kim too? Oh, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Two sisters were named Kim. Our parents met on a blind date, and they discovered that they had something in common, and that was that they both had a daughter named Kim. Oh, okay. So my whole life, she was Big Kim, and I, because I was younger, was Little Kim. Oh, okay. Or BK and LK. So, um, but now it's kind of embarrassing, because she's really thin and little, and she's Little Big Kim, and because I'm, you know, pudgy, I'm Big Little Kim. Oh, <laughs> It's kind of an like asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> my dad came up with that. Shame on you, Daddy. So um, so I got my scooter with, you know, 30 seconds after I said yes. And we spent the rest of the trip scootering around Las Vegas. She, of course, had to speed run next to me because I really enjoyed the amount of speed that you could. How fast did the thing go? Uh, it was so fast. It ought to be against the law. That's how fast <laughs> the thing was. <laughs> I could take out people and impair them if I wasn't careful. And and this is. This well, is... you can do that at Disneyland, too. I mean, those scooters go really slow. Um, and... Oh, they go slow? They go slow, but they, they, they're like little ankle biters that just like people. People run into you all the yes. time. Yes. And I learned so much this weekend being disabled. I, I'm just... I, Sucks, like, doesn't it? Well, it does and it doesn't. I'm telling you, it's like <laughs> everything in life. There are advantages and disadvantages. And so far as I can tell, as the disadvantages are that the elevators aren't as conveniently located as the steps. Uh-huh. <laughs> so everything... As you know, in Vegas, is I've mentioned this before, is a mile away. So to get to the next place, you're basically scootering, you know, forever. And then you get there and everybody goes up the cute little steps that are nicely decorated. Uh-huh. And you are relegated to the back wall, which, you know, the back wall in Vegas is ugly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like the dark side. Is it side. the service elevator that's huge and they take dead bodies and it's big not, equipment up and down? It's not quite as bad as the service elevator. Oh, okay. It's just the locations are sometimes behind two metal double doors, you know, out, you know, in a narrow corridor down by a parking garage. Yeah. And so, you know, thank goodness I wasn't on a, in a wheelchair, but my sister would go into most of these places with me. And as she grew weary of having to put up with her disabled companion, 
she would say, I'll just meet you up there. Yeah. <laughs> and left me alone a couple times. And some of the places I had to go alone and disabled were really actually quite uncomfortable. Oh, I'm sure. But having said all that, I, it was remarkable how the Disabilities Act was alive and well in Las Vegas and fully, fully intact in terms of it being functional. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was really impressed by that. Yeah, yeah. And so. and I, I started to feel sorry for my walking companions because the scooter is the only way to go. <laughs> We're I, don't all think gonna... I'm a, I don't think I'm ever going to go back to Vegas without renting the scooter as the best 45 bucks of my life. We're all going to end up like Wally eventually where we'll be on these hoverboard scooters and just floating through space and never stand up and actually exercise. It's not it's not bad. It's, it's, not, it's, bad. it's not as bad as you think. Uh, I just don't think so. Oh, actually, I never got to the point where I felt like i needed one of a scooter but um with your back yeah i i had a really bad this debilitating back uh problem and there was a thing where i actually quit kuci for a bit just because um i wasn't getting enough sleep so i was really really grumpy and um and so i couldn't sit up and so a three-hour show i would be just like almost wanting to lie on the floor as soon as i was done so um, the fact that you could stand, stand up or sit up in the scooter, that's pretty impressive. Oh, and... it was unreal. And um, I, I felt so free. And, and I went from envisioning myself lying in the bed the whole time I was gone to having an actual trip during the time that I was there. Yeah. I'm glad you recovered that. Um, so, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, I, I, I've had experience with back issues and it, it's uh don't didn't have the money for a scooter but i mean i would be in bed for, for probably 24 hours a day i mean i was just really bedridden and so to actually go out and experience the world again that was fantastic so i'm glad you didn't have to spend your entire time in the hotel that would kind of suck well give me an example of for how long how long you were stuck like this um what span of time are we talking about I would say I was stuck like this from about 06 to about 07, and I started getting a little bit better in 08, and then... So, two years. Yeah, almost two years I was I was barely getting out of bed. What about, um, what about, how did you get around? Did you use a wheelchair? No, I didn't use a wheelchair. I just got around very slowly, and then, um, and then just didn't do very much, and so, uh, it, it was... It wasn't any, it was just like, uh, if I went anywhere, like I would have to immediately sit down for, you know, to counteract how long I've been standing. Um, so yeah, disabilities, you don't realize how much you have until it kind of, you get, it gets taken away from you. Um, I remember a long time ago, I worked for Nordstrom and this was one of the things that I think they did really well. And I can tell you the stores that do now after this weekend and the stores that don't. But the ones that go through and we were required when we would set up our clothing racks every day, we were required to go around with a wheelchair to make sure that a wheelchair could make it through the spaces in between the clothing racks so that yeah. that, that the disabled person could shop with ease. Yeah, and and of course that doesn't get adhered to during Christmas time when they just load up every single aisle with so much crap you can't avoid hitting it with something like your purse. Well, that's probably true. Yeah, that Christmas is coming. 
Be prepared. <laughs> oh, God. Actually, if you are disabled, we're just telling you you got to get out there early, right? Yeah, avoid Black Friday and and oh. shop now. Yeah, I, I don't want to avoid Black Friday. Or according to Mr. Obvious or Clark Coward, as he's more commonly known, he he says that most most of the holiday deals you can get anytime. Any but, oh yeah, the, the, not just on Friday. Yeah, well, not just on Friday, but if you just shop. It, the Black Friday deals in are any more special than any other deal. They'll have door, you know, they'll have some one or two items that are, you know, dirt cheap. And then you'll go, oh, I want to have that for that price. But then they'll sell out and then you're in there anyways. And then, you know, your better demons get a hold of you. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, Black Friday is not, Black Friday, I have not done one in probably six years. I think, so. I think it's been about that long too. And I think your desire to go out on Black Friday is in an inverse relationship to your um, how much fun you had on Thanksgiving. So if you had way too much fun, your um, desire to go out on Black Friday just decreases significantly. Well, it depends. Um, the one of the times I did go out, Best Buy had this really good sale on, on CDs where everything, everything was nine ninety nine, and that that's a at that, that was time, a big deal at that, that time. That was a big t- big deal. So I, I went out for that. But I mean, a lot of a lot of Black Friday deals are just not very good at, at this point. And you know, like some of the things that you're are going to be on your kids' wish list this uh, Christmas season, like the iPad. Uh, Apple never puts those on sale because they know the demand is there. So why are you even try Black Friday? Uh, they know that who's there? The demand is there. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I thought you said Amanda. I'm like, no, who's no, Amanda? No. Amanda, yeah, Amanda. <laughs> I think that means you're mumbling. Yeah, that, no, that doesn't mean I'm mumbling. Uh, but so, it, yeah. So Black Fridays, I, it, I just avoid them at this point. Um, well, it's typically a lot like coupon shopping. It makes you do things you wouldn't do. Like yeah. you said, yeah. your better yeah. demons get a hold of you. Yeah. But yeah, the last time I was in Vegas, it was actually, uh, well, okay. So my family lives in Colorado. And so basically, uh, one year, I think it was 2009 or 2010. I don't remember which, but one, one of those two years, um, my Mom and dad go, okay, kids, we'll meet you and um, Bryce, and then we did Zion as well. We'll meet you and Bryce, and then Zion, and then you drive from your end, and we'll drive from our end, and we'll meet in the middle, because that is kind of the middle between Southern That's California. That's about right, yeah. And oh, so, I love Zion. So we did that, and so one of the times that we did this, we went through, uh, of course you go through Vegas, and so we we were in charge of getting the campsite, so we left in the middle of the night, and so everything was closed. So you could go party in Vegas for a while? No, no, everything was closed by the time when we got through. I think we were in Vegas at, like, like maybe 3 in the morning. 4 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, and so, long story short, we come back, and then I had always heard about the New York, New York roller coaster, and I'm so... And so um, my brother obliged, and he's like, oh, God, why does Heather want to do this? That kind of thing. You mean go on the roller coaster? Uh-huh. Oh, and so, bitching, that's so, Yeah, why. and so, like, we it's – it's a, it's a Sunday, and then there's, like, traffic jams everywhere, and it's the, – the hotel's extremely hard to get to. And then by the time we finally get there, it's, like, $17 to ride a roller coaster. 
Oh, it's outrageous. I didn't yeah, see it's the, seriously. So my room overlooked the back of New York, New York, which uh-huh. was the roller coaster is back there. I didn't see it run once, so it must be broken. Oh, and it's not broken? Yeah, when we were there... Or it just was, not cost-effective anymore to run. Yeah, yeah. When we were there, it was... Um, it was still functioning, and so the, the, so finally, after sitting in traffic for maybe forty five fifty minutes, because you know Las Vegas is one of those libertarian places. Most of you know, a lot of times where people don't. It's a low. I think it's lowest city per capita that gives a charity. Like they're kind of pull uh, you know pull you up self by up by your own bootstraps kind of people. And so you know, public transportation is obviously a communist, and <laughs> so like. We were, you know, we got hungry after a while, so we're like, okay, let's go find a place to eat. So we did, and then these, and then these two girls that were probably like fifteen were in the restaurant, and then these two really greasy, disgusting men were there too. This is all at um, Some, four in the morning. No, it's not four in the morning. It's already it's in the middle of the afternoon because this is oh. on our way back oh, home. Gotcha. And so, basically, long story short is they were the old men were trying to proposition the two underage girls for um prostitution and i'm like seriously in broad daylight on a sunday at a fast food joint this is what's happening in vegas oh that's so gross and then they just kind of ran away and <clears throat> rightfully so so i just the town to, and then the other thing too is like the the when the it's hot out which is pretty much all the time right the sun bakes a sidewalk in such a way it puts out this awful smell it's stinky down there it's stinky and it, you i don't just don't want to ever have to walk the strip no if you're in las vegas yeah it why people call consider this party city i have no idea because those people are in suites that's true <laughs> well the other thing too is is, is when we were um when we were going through the casino trying to get to the roller coaster, it's pretty remarkable how the clientele really hasn't changed that much since oh, Hunter it's the S. Worst Thompson. Perspective of humanity. It is ever. It, it really hasn't changed since Hunter S. Thompson wrote *Fair Loathing Las Vegas*, and it was just like, you know, used car salesman from Iowa. It's just like the, the absolute worst. It's, it's like the biggest party of a bunch of people you never want to party with. Yeah, because they're it's all like, bizarre. Vegas is a party town, and they're obviously not very fun to be around i pretty much thought that so my sister and i were in our 40s i pretty much thought that we would just get thrown out of any joint we tried to walk into really oh yeah because it is it is all for the young and the you know i mean neither of us are are hideous to look at i mean we're not (laughs) i mean back back in the day we were rather cute but but now you know i mean this is like we're the generation that a place like Vegas totally wants to overlook and, and not deal with. Yeah. The only problem is we're the only generation that has money right now. Yeah, that's so you, true. You kind of have to uh, indulge a few of us old <laughs> old ladies. That's a very good point. Um, but there were some neat things happening. So, for example, the Cosmopolitan is a new resort there. Well, not new, new, but, you know, of the among the newer ones. And the whole vibe is changing. So no longer are they doing these richly themed um, storytelling kind of properties where you go and you're being told the story of Venice or you're being told the story of Rome. But it's just kind of like swanky cool now. Everything's going back to that <laughs> little retro, maybe the 60s decor with just 
like, hey, we just have like a crystal chandelier is what we're known for. But it's the biggest crystal chandelier you've ever sat in. Uh-huh. And, um, and now we're making handcrafted cocktails. We're not just having, you know, Manhattans. We're having handcrafted things that have mixtures of, of different sugars suspended in liquid, <laughs> a different puree of apple, puree of strawberry, all fresh because it's handcrafted, mind you. And um, the little hotties behind the bar are sitting there telling you about their dreams of going and opening up their own bar in Idaho someday where they don't just serve regular cocktails. They serve handcrafted cocktails. Oh. So we, um, we were at this one bar. We thought this would be kind of fun. It had three levels. And the gentleman at the top said, we said, well, what should we get? And he says, well, believe it or not, we have a different menu of, I'm going to say it again, handcrafted cocktails on every floor and he said so each you know each floor features different you know a variety uh-huh. uh one of them we had an infused fresh blueberry vodka one of them was an apple jack um so what we decided to do was just have a cocktail on each floor so we had a cocktail on the third floor and then a cocktail on the second floor and then a cocktail on the first floor, and then we hopped on the moped together. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah. And um, the only way we could fit is if I could hang my leg off to the left. And so as we were mopeding through, you know, through Las Vegas on our little dis- disabled scooter. vehicle scooter, um, the scooter store scooter, um, we were, you know, we were having way too much fun. We were giggling. And every time we'd come up near people, I would slow down and my sister would yell, hot coffee, <laughs> hot coffee. And I go, I go, I go, they're not supposed to move out of our way. I go, we're supposed to slow down and yield to the pedestrian. Wow. Causing havoc with the scooter. Oh, my gosh. We had so much fun. And, you know, we weren't your average scooter person. So people looked at us like we were some poor victims of, you know, you know, paralysis at a young age or something <laughs> really tragic. They're, they knew there had to be a story. And there, there really wasn't. I didn't want to tell anybody I threw no. my back out opening a door. I mean, that does happen, though. I mean, I'm sure Kevin will. Um, yeah, no, fun drive should, you know, or that, yeah, whatever. So anyways, um, what I was going to say real briefly was you were saying how Las Vegas, um, you were saying how Las Vegas was basically um, going back to the old retro type of cool. Um, I, I was thinking a hologram Debbie Rentals. Hologram what? A hologram Debbie Rentals and a hologram Frank Sinatra and a hologram Elvis. You said Debbie Rentals, but did you name Debbie Reynolds? I know, I know exactly who Debbie Reynolds is. Debbie Reynolds or Rentals? Rentals. The the the. Is something wrong with me that I don't know who that is? It's a woman that did singing in the rain. She used to do like a Vegas shows all the time. It's not Debbie Reynolds. Whatever, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I don't think my mispronunciation would have you completely thrown off like that, but okay. Well, I just because I'm because I'm kind of in that forgotten genre here at KUCI of the the middle aged person. Um, I just want to make sure I'm not missing anything that's new and hip. No, <laughs> if I'm grouping her with Frank Sinatra and Elvis, that's not hip. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Gotcha. And thinking of things that it's, are it hip, it could be cool though. and retro though. It would be cool in retro. Yeah. See, I mean, they did it with Tupac at that one thing in the desert I always avoid due to the sun. Coachella, that's right. Coachella Valley? Yeah, they do a music festival, and they had a hologram of Tupac. 
Well, we want Vegas to sponsor sponsor us here at KUCI. Wouldn't that be great? I guess. If we got some some premiums for our fun drive. Because one of the things that we hope to do here at KUCI as we host our fun drives. Oh, did I mention fun drive? We are in the middle of a fun drive right now. Yes, we are. Um, is we're trying to come up with a whole new set of premiums to inspire people to give to KUCI. And there's already a list of premiums that we have now. Do you want to tell us a little bit about some of them? Yeah, we have vinyl. We have T-shirts. We have all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. We have uh, registered T-shirts. Um, one premium for thirty-five dollars if you call in at eight two or I'm sorry nine four nine eight two four five eight two four. That will get that's nine four nine for your slow folks eight two four. Five eight two four. Yeah, so we do have that, and so we for thirty five dollars you can get one premium. Be that a t shirt. Um, the t shirts CD are nice. CDs and uh, and vinyl, and the seat the t shirts are nice, and and you get a choice of the CDs, so you can pick from a multitude of musical genres, right? Yeah, you can pick a multitude of uh, different genres. And with the T-shirts, the newer ones do come in women's sizes, so you're not wearing a big box, essentially. So that that's nice as well. Um, women's styles, yes. Yeah, women's sizes. Um, so, yeah, uh, so 949-824-5824 is the number to reach uh, us. And we would love to hear some phones ringing out there because we'd love to see... Us and our listeners do their part to support KUCI here. KUCI is unique in that we play a lot of independent music, and we are not mainstream. So if you're looking for the antidote to the mainstream radio, KUCI could very well be your answer to that. And one of the things that um, KUCI doesn't have to deal with because we are non-mainstream and we are supported by you is we don't have to worry about commercial influences um, commercial, Nobody tells us what to say around here, or what to play musically, and that's important because if you think if you think um, Windex is just sponsoring Big Bang Theory just because of it, the kindness of, kindness of its own heart, it's not. It's sponsoring it because it's hitting a key demographic. We believe we don't. We believe basically that we are actually broadcasting, and we're not trying to sell you anything or beat key demographics. We're just trying to bring you. The truth as we see it, and that is very rare these days. So please help support us. 949-824-5824 is the number to reach us here at KUCI. Um, our pledge drive keeps us going and keeps us so we don't have to adhere to really horrible programming choices That because um, we have we can have a wider spectrum of programming choices because we are supported by you. So please help. 949-824-5824 is the number to reach us. And we have until this Friday. Um, I'm not clear on when time the fun drive ends, but it's coming up shortly. So, um, and we're here doing our part, yeah. uh, supporting KUCI. We, um, we get an endless amount of pleasure by setting up the programming here. There's a, a really neat collaborative effort that goes into this. It's student run. And so anybody here on campus that's listening that has an interest, even if it's just a twinkle in your eye interest in radio, what a great opportunity for you to give yourself an entree into a potentially new career. Um, all sorts of opportunities are happening here if you're musically inclined or if you're interested in a public affairs show we we have a really exceptional exceptional group of people talented people here helping KUCI be a really 
a really important part of the community in Irvine and, and Orange County at large. Yeah, and we are the only broadcast station where there's a very low barrier to entry. You just have to be interested in radio, and if you take an eight-week class um, and your skim tape is good enough, we'll put you on the air. And there's literally no station in L.A. or Orange County that will do that. So I think that type of level of access should be rewarded by your pledged dollars. So please call in at 949-824-5824 is the number. Um, I know Kimberly has put together some really awesome shows. The last oh, week's show was you. pretty amazing with uh, calls with from New Jersey. Yeah. yeah, and they were they were kind of getting out the emergency information on where to go and what to send and um, some of the stuff I had no idea about. And but it totally makes sense. You know, they have black mold going, so if they if you can get send over some masks, so they don't have to breathe that stuff in. That would be great. So, I mean, they gave some information out that, um, you know, is really prevalent and was really needed. That, uh, that, And it was a story about what one, what one person can do in their own community. We had one lady here who who's... Connie Burns is exceptional in that she's committed herself to a lot of local efforts. We did not get to get into that, but she's one of these people that helps her friends. Um, she belongs to a mom's group in Dana Point, and one of the ladies lost her husband to a gun shooting. He was he was working at the Home Depot, and uh, somebody came in to rob the store and just took his life. And um, and Connie helped this community come around and really support this family and take good care of them. Uh, significant amount of help was brought on by this one woman and this one group of ladies that worked together to set this family up for success so that they didn't suffer at the loss of their family member. That's just one of the things she's done. Yeah. Now she is committed to helping her friends back in New Jersey uh, get back on their feet because the devastation was just so widespread and so significant that, um, that she just said, Hey, I'm uh, Jersey strong coast to coast is her organization. She's over here in California feeling like she wants to figure out a way to support um, New Jersey from here. She can't get home. It's not a good time to go back anyway. People are still struggling with just everyday issues, but she is that one person in this community making a difference. We had two of her friends, one in New Jersey and one uh, in Connecticut that have undergone their own efforts to get goods and services brought to the people that are needing them on the ground right now. Yeah, and the one thing I will say about that is Connie's a person that the media should be highlighting, and we did. But most of the time, they're not. They're giving airtime to toe sucker uh, Dick Morris or Ann Coulter, just really vile people that somehow get on the air. And that's how crass and ho- how horrible our com- commercial media has become. 949-824-5824 is a number to help support us. $35 pledge is all it takes to help support KUCI for the entire year. Um, more would be great, but $35 is the minimum amount of money that you can give, which you can actually receive a premium at that level, which a lot of public radio stations well, you can give are any amount, actually. too snooty to mm-hmm. take that much and give you actually a premium. So 949-824-5824 is the number to uh, call in and help pledge. There's phone answers standing by, and uh, maybe uh, they host a show that you like a lot, and you can talk about that as well as give your pledge. 
Now, some of those shows uh, we can talk about, some fabulous programming here. We have Film School by Mike Casper. I love that show. He's um, always featuring a new director and taking a really in-depth look at some of the uh, film industry's best. Um, yeah, he's had some really amazing guests on, and he's had Morgan Spurlock, for I think, for both um, Super Size Me and for Greatest Movie Ever Sold. And if you've ever seen Greatest Movie Ever Sold, you can, and how the process of product placement dictates a movie's content, we don't have advertisers dictate our content. So that's why you should support us at 949-824-5824. And, but he's had some really amazing people he's had, he's had on. I don't remember the director's name, but he did this excellent documentary called Exit Through the Gift Shop. And by the end of the movie, you don't know what reality is. You don't know if the... Uh, Project Brainwash is a hoax or not, or if that guy's actually making art and people are actually buying it. It's it's a really good documentary, and he's had him on uh, the show. And so um, if you want to support this type of radio, your dollars and your voting with your dollars make it happen. Uh, the other really awesome show I like on that same block, hosted by co-hosted by the same person, is I love Weekly Signals. They actually bring you drones in the news, where they have a whole segment devoted on uh, drones, which is an, uh, an upcoming problem, and it's already a problem in our foreign policy, but now uh, they want to use them so they can fend off poachers, and there's a creep, as they call it, and then drones are creeping into everyday life more and more, and it's not something most people will talk about, but we do, so please help support us. 949-824-5824 is the number to reach us, and uh, yeah. And one of my favorites comes on after this show, uh, Matt Kaplan's Planetary Radio and his Encounter Spin as well. So we get two good shows from Matt Kaplan that he puts on for KUCI. Uh, solid guy, solid, solid radio talk show host as well. He's really very talented. Yeah, he is. Matt Kaplan is a joy to talk to, and his Planetary Radio is an amazing show. Um, you get to hear updates from uh, Bruce Betts and, and um, Bill Nye, Nye the, the Science, science Guy. guy. And, and so it's a really awesome show. Um, and it's, it started here. It's in syndication now, but it, it all started here. So um, please How long has Matt us. been with us? Um, well, he was around in the 70s, and I think he came back in 2002. Okay. So, yeah. So, so he's, he's had a long history with KUCI. Uh, yeah, his current stint is 10 years. Oh, wow. So, so yeah, to, from 2002 to 2022. And then after Matt is Kyle with Things That Are Square. Yeah, that's another really excellent show. He's, he does freeform, uh, he does a freeform music show, and he plays a lot of different things that you usually hear first on his show. Um, his show is kind of, it kind of, it doesn't do it by uh, any command, but somehow his show dictates a lot of what gets played on the station, which is kind of amazing in itself, since this is a freeform station. You mean it sets the standard? It kind of sets the standard in a lot of ways. And um, so anyways, 949-824-5824. Another great reason to support KCI, too, is um, those bands that you hear on KCRW, well, you you hear them here first. KCRW weeds through the things that that we do. That we do. And the, or they weed through our playlists and then pick the things that would hit their demographics. So they have a very narrow scope of what's on KUCI. So if you want to support that freedom, I mean, I 
it's an, it's common for DJs to go to a concert, pick up a demo CD, and then just turn around and play it on the air. That has not happened in commercial FM radio since at least the 60s. Um, so if you want to support that kind of creative freedom, this is a place to do it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty important to keep um, media outlets such as KUCI alive. And <clears throat> I think you'd be really sad if if this kind of thing went away. And we are so so <laughs> so in need of support at, as are so many other um, associations now. But we would we would encourage you to s- spend a little time thinking about making a contribution to us here. Yeah, our number again is nine four nine. Uh, eight, whoa. Eight, two, four, eight, two, five, four, eight, two, four. Five, eight, two, four. You can hear it so many times you can forget it. So um, back to, so basically the reason why we didn't have a guest today is I canceled my guest because I didn't think I'd be able to get out of bed to do my show. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> as it turns out, you know, the, the wonders of ibuprofen, I am here. Uh-huh. And um and it was just easier than rescheduling somebody that Are had you already... afraid you're going to overdose an ibuprofen at this well, point? Well, you know, nothing works as well as you'd like it to, let's just put it that way. <laughs> I wasn't uh, wanting to try more ardent uh solutions, so oh. I stuck with the ibuprofen. I plus I was in Las Vegas, so I had I had the handcrafted cocktails to uh, Oh, handcrafted. Help me. Yes. I thought cocktails were handcrafted as they are or you know, everything has a new spin on an old theme. It's oh, because I thought that was the whole point I'm of bartending just, school. I'm just telling you what the new spin is. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can interpret it how you like. You can use your mind and see that, oh, this is the same uh, same wolf in sheep's clothing. Oh, <laughs> uh, I see. Although, it was kind of nice to chew little bits of apple with my cocktail. I kind of like to chew my cocktails. What about you? I don't drink. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> the, the most I ever have is I usually do straight vodka. And it, oh, I don't know how anybody drinks that rubbing alcohol. I don't even understand yeah, oh, it. Oh, it's good. It's really good. And it gets me t- pretty twisted pretty fast. And that's the only thing I drink. Uh, beer, to me, all tastes like Coors Light. So when they start, when people start pontificating about different aromas and textures, I don't taste any of it. It just tastes like Coors Light. On beer? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't like it. I love, <laughs> I, I do like to beer taste. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. I don't like to sit down and have a bunch of beer, but I like to taste. All so do you have beers in the morning? No, I'm not that kind of a drinker. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I do know some people that are, though. Isn't yeah. that funny? I am, I'm a weekend only. I just occasionally on the weekends with my friends. I did drink in Vegas on a Monday and a Tuesday. But if you remember correctly, Monday was a holiday. Monday was, <laughs> well, yeah. It's just not my thing. I, I, I don't like to be out of control. So, um I like being out of control. Do you? It's like, it's kind of like seeing yourself through another vision. So it's kind of. I don't really need alcohol for me to get silly though. I I can be silly without the inducement. I can be silly without the inducement, but I like it having that sense of awareness that I'm not completely myself right now. And then I can kind of see myself behaving this way. Now, if anybody. It's pretty awesome. Well, that's good though, because maybe it gets you out of your shell. I don't. Do I have a shell? Uh, well, everybody does, don't oh. they? I didn't, I, I didn't think I did, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty outgoing, but anyway. No, no, I didn't mean it gets you. I mean, it, like you said, it gets you to explore things that you otherwise may You made me sound like an elderly shut-in. 
An elderly shut-in. <laughs> well, you just spent the last, the first 20 minutes talking about how you were for three years. <laughs> well, yeah, with good, with a good reason. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, Pledge Drive is still going on. So Yes, and we appreciate any and every, any and any contribution you would like to uh, bring to bear for us, we would appreciate. So, and I would like to mention, um, I would like to mention that the the uh, at the hundred dollar level, you get not only you get four premiums, and you get to sit in on your favorite show, which is pretty sweet. Oh, that's right. Is it the yellow button? I yeah, it's the yellow button. Okay, got it. And you have to hold it. So nine four nine eight two four five eight two four. And if you're wondering, yes, we switched places for today. Um, yeah, I'm in the I'm in the driver's seat. I like yeah. it over here. Yeah, it's it's a nice seat. Can you engineer from over there for a no, while until I, I learn? I can't. So what should I be doing next? Um, oh, well, if you want to call got... in and give us your Vegas story, we'd love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if it's G-rated. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. We, we, we get in trouble around here when we're naughty, so we try really hard not to be naughty. Yeah, so anyways, um, yeah. So eight two four five eight two four. if you want to call in and tell us about your Vegas story. Or even better, Pledge. Or you can tell me about your backstory. <laughs> no, nobody wants to go into You're geriatric radio. Yeah, that's oh, uh, that, yeah. that's not interesting. Yeah, that could be a new market. Geri- well, PBS has it pretty cornered during Pledge Drive. Oh, do they? Yeah, they bring out geriatrics and play music. And they li- remember the good old days. <laughs> uh huh. So you hear old people seen sitting by the dock of the bay. Oh, why not? That's <laughs> well, I mean, way back when you could understand what they were bit, saying on the radio. But the thing is, is that's one of the things I really like about KCI is we don't go to geriatric pledge drives. We play what we're going to play around every, you know, 365 days we're normally not in fun drive. In other words, you don't pander to we any don't, particular yeah, audience. Yeah, we don't pander to any particular audience. We just ask you for your donations and you come forth with them. So now is a good time to do that. So please pick up the phone. And dial 949-824-5824. You can always give on PayPal if you're currently driving because you don't want to drive and be on the phone at the same time, especially giving your credit card number on the while driving. That's really, really bad. So anyways, or pull over and dial 949-824-5824. That's right. Pull over. So um, I want to go back to some of the shows that are playing in Las Vegas right now. Do oh, you, dear. Do you have any that you remember when you were... Um, I think we saw a billboard for one of the, oh God, uh, uh, Donnie and, uh, Mar- Donnie. Donnie and Marie Osmond. No, no, actually Donnie Osmond. Marie wasn't with him. She wasn't there yet? Yeah, she well, wasn't there. It was just now. him. Oh, they're together. Oh. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a little funny, you know? It's hilarious. It's like, okay, I'm, it's there. But I have to say at, at the stage of the day, Depending upon where we were, if it was at breakfast, we were like, ah, yeah, we're not going to see Donnie and Marie. I almost saw Donnie and Marie. Well, we couldn't decide what to see. So we basically, you know, picked five or six shows that we were potentially willing to see Uh and then started asking, you know, which ones were available. And then we started asking people which ones to go see. And it was really fun to watch. Um, we asked a cross-section of people. We didn't ask just, you know, people that looked like us. We asked our, our um, you know, concierge services. We asked, you know, we didn't want just ladies' opinions. We wanted everybody's opinions. We asked about five or six cab drivers because they usually host the cab drivers on the shows so the cab drivers can give a good opinion about the shows. Yes. We asked our cab drivers. We asked the our waitresses that served us at breakfast and lunch what uh-huh. shows we should see. Um, in the afternoon, we were having a pizza by the... By so the, what did you end up seeing? 
we ended up seeing, um, oh, well, here's what happened. We were, it was 6.30. We were heading back to our hotel. We were exhausted and we still hadn't settled on a show. And this gal was in our little, um, what do you call it, our tram. And she goes, I'm on my way to see Zarkana. And it was the new show. It's the new Cirque du Soleil playing at Aria. And she goes, oh, it's just supposed to be amazing. So we thought, oh, okay, well, we've given up on Donnie and Marie. We've given up on Jersey Boys. That was the one we were kind of leaning towards because it's been there for a while. So usually yeah. if it's been there for a while, it could be considered a good show. And um, and my sister really wanted to see Chris Angel, and, and we didn't get any positive feedback about that, so we couldn't go see that is, one. Is the, is the two animal people, is Siegfried and Roy? Siegfried they, and Roy, I don't know. Are they back? Perform. I don't know. Their habitat is still there at their hotel, but... They just don't um, perform anymore after that? I don't think so. Yeah. No, I, after being almost eaten by an animal, <laughs> I think I would retire, too. You know, I don't think he was eaten by an animal. I think the animal was trying to save him on stage. Oh. Okay. And it just was, yeah, he An wasn't mauled incident. by his animal. Yeah. I mean, it, it equated to that of a mauling. But now Penn and Teller have been there for years. And that is just so remarkable to me that it must be a fabulous show because they have outstood, outlasted just about everybody. Except yeah. for maybe Rita Redner. But I think they started before her, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember when, I don't know which one's which, but one of them used to be the voice of Comedy Central. And he did a good job as a voiceover actor. I oh. think it's a taller one, Penn, that did that. Well, as It was a long time ago, even before The Daily Show was on Comedy Central. Yeah. I mean, I, I've actually seen, without really noticing this, I've actually seen a lot of the shows that are playing. I mean, there's, of course, the um, comedians. And then Shania Twain, I think, was in town that day promoting her upcoming show. She's interesting because uh, she's one of those artists that were really big. And then she just fell off the face of the planet for a good long time. And then if she's back in Vegas, that's interesting. She's back in Vegas, and um, she's playing at Caesars, so you have to be doing pretty well to do that. And then Celine Dion is back oh, as God. well. Can you believe it? Oh, I can. And Elton John is back. We really wanted to go see Elton oh, John. Oh, God. You don't like Elton John? I don't like either Elton John or Celine Dion. Well, you can't really compare them other than the fact that they share the same stage. Oh, it, it's a double header then? No, not at the same time. Oh, okay. <laughs> he makes fun of her in his show, which is hilarious. He comes out on stage, and, and she just is in such great shape. She speeds up and down all sides of the stage, and he walks out, and he pretends to do it. And he goes, and then he just sticks his tongue, and he goes, I can't do it. And he goes, I can't do what she does. And he goes, so I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, why do something you can't do? He's just not physically fit enough to speed up and down the stage the way she does. Yeah, but I almost saw Donnie and Marie. I was, they were doing a CD song at a local Walmart and uh, then um, that sounds like just the place I'd run into you yeah <laughs> and, well I came with my recorder and I wanted to tape the people in line to see Donnie and Marie because I thought it would be kind of funny because to see they, what they said yeah because I kind of pictured them as being somewhat pathetic and so the uh, patrons yes I didn't want yeah. to talk to Donnie and Marie I made that clear to Walmart security I, I, I <laughs> I, I, you, had to, you had to encounter Walmart security? Yes. And so they're like, we don't allow taping of any kind. And then so they, they unhumanously escorted me out. Oh, so, my gosh. You get yourself into interesting situations. Well, so I, showed about up two, I showed up two hours beforehand oh, to try to – because people were waiting in line already. And yeah. I wanted to interview these people online. And it was inside the store. So, so that's, what were they like? I couldn't interview them. I, because well, you obviously got to see what they look like, though, before you got thrown. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it was peop, like people of Walmart, like the website. 
Oh, oh, like the real one. Oh, that's bad. Well, yeah, so it was in funny. In your opinion, they were pathetic, just like you thought. I, I, I kind of thought they would be on the more pathetic side. And then they were. Yeah, that's just that's just me and being yet, snooty. And yet, you got thrown out. I'm the one that got thrown out, yeah, the, pretty much. The pathetic Walmart people. I'm, uh, the pathetic radio host got thrown out, yes. Well, it's kind of, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh. why I quit the show is because so much so much of our space has been privatized and fortunately KUCI hasn't. And so um so you really can't do a show like a face in the crowd like you used to be able to. So, because right. Walmart and and malls and stuff, those aren't free speech zones. Those are private property. Anyway, so 949-824-5824. We're going to make we way are, soon yeah, for uh Matt, Matt Kaplan, Kaplan with uh Counterspin and Planetary Radio. Please help support us. Yeah, your calls mean a lot to us. Um, we really, really need your help. The university has cut our funding quite a bit. Significantly. Very significantly. And so uh, you're the thing that, that makes, makes us float. Yep. yep. And so, uh, so 949-824-5824 is the number to reach us. And uh, your donations are very much welcome. Uh, please help support community radio. Uh, Irvine's a very lucky city. Not every city in Orange County can say they have a radio station that serves it. And we try to serve you as well as we can. We've actually been starting to broadcast Songfest for two years straight. So um, you can hear Songfest live from the Brent Event Center. That's really fun to do behind the scenes, and it's really fun to broadcast, and I hope you've enjoyed that in the last two years as well. So 949-824-5824 is the number to reach us. Please, please donate. And uh, I think we're, we're pretty much done. Here. So, yeah. so come on around and show me what the next step is. Oh, okay. And um, we're going to sit here and talk our way into Matt Kaplan's show until we get it set up for you. But once again, that telephone number, if you're interested in pledge driving, is 949-824-5824. We'd love to have your support. We'd love to hear your voice on the other end of the telephone line. And uh, we thank you for any and all amounts that you would like to pledge. Um, We're offering premiums at the $35 level, and we encourage you to show show your support for KUCI. Here we are at 88.9 FM in Irvine.